now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business. Once again, back in business, joined as always by my faithful co-host, the very dapper and well-dressed Nate, the Professor Christian. Nate, what's up, my man? Hey, Mike. You know, I'm, I'm looking extra good today for a reason. My wife graduated college today. It's a very exciting day. I'm so proud of her and the work that she's put in. So, you know, definitely need to celebrate this. And I'm celebrating by podcasting with you, Mike. <laughs> All sure right. How long was Anna in college for? I think you told me once before. Oh, um, from start to beginning, about 10 years. All right, great. So she's like <laughs> the gap Cam in the middle McCormick. of nowhere. She's like the Cam McCormick of <laughs> what? Her eligibility just ran out. It, it seriously did. The NCAA said, listen, you got to figure it out. So, but hey, listen, congrats to Anna. If you've never had the opportunity to meet Nate's wife, she's a very lovely person. Um, very nice, very down to earth. She's great. So congrats, Anna. Um, you know, one thing that last time I did see your wife, she told me, she's like, listen, I'm worried about something. I said, what, what can I do for you? She's like, I'm just really worried about the 2024 rookie running back class <laughs> because, you know, I have all this going on with school and then I hear how bad this running back class yeah. is. And I was like, Anna, that is a narrative. And we don't like narratives at the Dynasty Rewind. We're not myth busters, Nate. We're narrative busters. So we've been hearing all over Twitter and whatever other social media platforms people talk about fantasy football. Honestly, is there any better ones than Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it? You know, I've, I've shout out to Reddit. Okay. Reddit can be a beast sometimes, but I like the NFL draft subreddit over there. There's also the Dynasty FF um, subreddit over there. Both good places to check out. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's any good, like, on Instagram or I don't do TikTok. Because I'm too old for that. Nice rewind's pretty good on Instagram. Yeah, that we are follow us there. Um, but you know, we mostly talk on on X now, and a lot of people are saying, "Hey, this running back class is bad." And when we see things like that, what that does is create value for you. You guys are going to be mm -hmm. able to get league winning players at a good value, a depressed value, because people are just going to shy away. That's good news for you. What's even better news for you is we're going to be taking a look at the top five rookie running backs for the 2024 NFL season as of right now. We're recording this a week early. This is coming out over Christmas week. want to give uh, Nate and I off. We're going to spend some time with our families, probably end up doing more work for the podcast anyway. So this is as of right now. This is December 20th, 2023. We are recording this. These are the five players that we are expecting to be the top five running backs a lot can change Nate between now and April a lot will change because just change. to you know a little spoiler alert there there's a top running back we don't even have in this top five because I personally don't think he's coming into the draft I think he's going back to college that's Travion Henderson okay and you know so I'm kind of on the fence we about still this. have time can you tell me why you think he's coming back because I'm I'm all over the place I don't know his teammate Mayan Williams I believe is declaring for the draft is, is declared and Chip Trainum has transferred to Kentucky, Kentucky. I believe. Okay, yep. great. Great spot for him. But tell me why you think Travion's coming back. Yeah, so number one, Ohio State has a history of keeping players um, from going into the NFL draft. We saw with Chris Olave. Um, they, they keep seniors. They, they have a way of doing it. They have a really good culture there where they're able to keep players. But right now, with the NIL thing being, being a new aspect in the college football, 
there is money on the table for Travion Henderson, for Emeka Ibuka, for Marvin Harrison Jr. to stay at Ohio State. And a lot of those players really want to stay because they've been chasing something for the past three years and they have not got it. And that's a win against Michigan in a Big Ten championship. Yeah, It's unusual for Ohio State over a three-year period not to have a Big Ten championship. But they don't have one of the past three years. These Ohio State players don't have a Big Ten championship. I don't think you could say that for anyone that's been there for three years unless you went back to like the 90s. So... I mean, these guys, they, they want to go beat Michigan. They want to go get a Big Ten championship. It's going to be a little bit harder next year with some new competition coming in. But, you know, there's there's a lot of smoke around with Travion Henderson, Marvin Harrison too, but that guy's going to make way too much money getting a top pick. We know how the NFL values running backs. So that's the thing that kind of blends it into me. Hey, sure, go to the NFL, start your career clock, but you can get paid basically the same amount of money per year next year in college or going to the NFL. Hey, why not just be the big man on campus? Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, I could see it happening, but then again, you never know. That's going to be find out. Thing. So, in case you're wondering why Travion Henderson is not on the sheet, that is why there is another running back who I feel is in a mission. We'll run through this, and then we can discuss that. It's, it's hard to pick five right now. I know, I know, but there's a guy who I really like that I thought was worthy. We'll get there. Um, yeah. Let's start with number one. It, just so you know, the way this is on the sheet, is this your order one through five right now? Or are these just top five, no order? No, I just picked five here. Okay. All right, great. So these are Nate's top five, no particular order. Uh, but let's start with our first player, Braylon Allen from Wisconsin. Nate, he was making waves in the Big Ten as a freshman. It's 17 years old. Yeah. He's big. He's physical. But what do you like about him? What I love about Braylon Allen is at six foot two, 245 pounds, he does exactly what you want, and he just bullies defenders. He he, Arm tackles don't really work against Braylon Allen. Look, yards after contact per attempt, 3.77. That's pretty solid. His freshman year, true freshman year, 4.48 yards after contact per attempt, which is really, really impressive, and that's when he was 17 years old. So this is a guy that has hit 1,000 yards every season except for this season, 982, and I don't think he's playing – in the bowl game. So he's not going to break a thousand this year, but the past two years, 2,400 yards together, um, 35 touchdowns over his three-year career, 5.8 yards per carry. I mean, this guy's been productive. We know Wisconsin running backs are productive, but Braylon Allen has done it from a young age. As soon as he stepped on the field, he's been one of the best running backs in college football over the past three years because he's been consistent. He's been really good at being that offense for Wisconsin. Now, whether Wisconsin or not has been a great offense at times, that's a question mark, but that offense has run through Braylon Allen over the past three years. And NFL teams, maybe they're not looking for a workhorse everywhere, but this is a guy that can go down between the tackles, get the hard yards, score you touchdowns. He's not the best receiver. He can do it if needed, but I don't think he's going to be out on a lot of passing downs, Mike, which I think is going to limit him a little bit. But this is what we're looking at with the running backs right now. Let's not forget, we've heard in the past, these Wisconsin running backs don't catch footballs. <laughs> That's turned out to be a myth. These guys can do it. I'm going to say this. You know who Braylon Allen screams to me? He screams being a Dallas Cowboy. I can Ooh. see them taking a player of this caliber, a proverbial workhorse back in the first round. Jerry Jones has shown 
He'll zig one other people's egg, and he'll take a running back in the first round. He'll lock his well, guy. Braylon Allen's not going to be a first-round pick. We, you don't I, think so? I, I am 100% positive there's not a single first-round pick in this running back class. Do we want to make a bet? Yeah, I'll take a bet on that all day, every day, Mike. What you got? I don't know. I'll we doing a shot? It. We doing going back to the shot, shot class? <laughs> we should probably update that and see how that's going. But then, okay, tell me where you think he's going to go in both the NFL and rookie drafts. Yeah, and NFL drafts, I do think is the day two pick. You know, that's kind of like the the sacred land for running backs. We're always looking for are they a day two pick? I think Braylon Allen is a day two pick. He's a second or third rounder, and I think in your rookie drafts, depending on if Travion Henderson comes in, and because I, I I think if Travion Henderson does declare, he's the RB one for this class at the point. I think Braylon Allen's definitely two or three. So, depending on the availability of Travion Henderson. I think Braylon Allen's either going to be a late first in your rookie drafts or an early second because he is one of the better running backs that's going to be given volume. We would always chase volume. Um, I think there's some more running backs out there that are going to give you more in the receiving game, but not too many that are going to get as many touches consistently as Braylon Allen. Okay. All right. So there you go. There you have it. There's our first running back. Let's go to the next one. Again, no particular order. This is from Florida State, Trey Benson. I like him. I think I well, might. Exactly. Yeah, I- you have to start here because you like Trey Benson. I don't want to say I don't like Trey Benson, but I don't like him. Like him. So let me ask you this then. If if you don't like him, but he's on this list, is this list based on what how you think the NFL is going to view these players? Because I think this important. is the list that we need to be talking about right now. Okay. Because there's a lot of questions out there, and there's plenty of other players we could have talked about here. But these are the top five that we need to talk about right now. This list will probably change. I would not be surprised if a month from now I would would even have three of these guys on here because yeah, there's just possible. there's 10 guys that there's 10 different running backs that could have been in this top five players to talk about um, at the running back position. So maybe not my top five. I haven't settled into my top five yet. I still have a little bit of scouting to do to get those official grades, but Same. I think these are some of the top guys that we need to be talking about. Well, Trey Benson, I like him. To me, he's a home run hitter. Very, very electric. Great lateral agility and great ability to create space too, which is important um, for these running backs. You know, and on uh, Jonathan Brooks was healthy. I think he would be on this list. We could say that right easily. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I I like declaring yet. That's another thing. We're we're so early and we don't declares yet. Lots going on. I I think he should go back if he has the ability to do so. I believe he has another year of eligibility. Right. He He should go. I think, and I'm sure Texas would love to have him back. Um, Yeah, I'm a I'm a Trey Benson fan, a Trey Benson stan, if you will. Uh, But Nate, what are your thoughts on him? Mike, like, why do you why do you like Trey Benson? You you said he he made some people miss. Yeah, but what's what? Look, Trey Benson. This and this is what Bob and I've talked about a couple different times in our mock draft videos. If if Trey Benson isn't having those big breakaway runs doesn't usually do that well. I mean, like there's many games where he's under four yards per carry and you got like 22, you got 26, 25, 38, 47. This is not the the game breaker that I'm looking for at the running back position. Now, look, he's got 200 yards against Virginia Tech. Love that. But he also had 166 of those yards on breakaway runs, Mike. We've seen those huge runs. What is what is Trey Benson? I think that floor is just really 
low for Trey Benson, and that's why I'm off. Fair. And we've seen players like that be effective and efficient in fantasy football. LaShawn McCoy, I'm not saying he's the next Barry Sanders. Um, <laughs> Saquon Barkley has also had times in that, and that's maybe not so much Saquon Barkley and more on the New York Giants offensive line or lack thereof. Um, but, you know, the scheme in the NFL will be different than that of Florida State. Um, there's going to be times where he's going to be explosive and there's a possibility. I think he might be a day three pick, honestly. Yeah. But Nate's coming around to the fact that being a day three pick is not a death sentence for a running back anymore. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get there. I'm just zero RB all the way now, by the way. And I, I really, this past year has taught the past two years really have taught me one thing in, uh, in the later rounds of my fantasy rookie drafts, I want to focus on running backs and tight ends because those guys have ended up being valuable. Kyron Williams, Zonovan Knight for a time last year was startable for you and you needed him. These guys have turned out to be important. We're going to be talking in a few pods about some stashes. we got some tight end stashes on there for you as well. Um, But the the running back landscape has really changed how I even approach rookie drafts um, just in later rounds. We're excited to announce that we have partnered with Mint Mobile. Have you ever thought, why in the world is my wireless bill so darn high? What are you paying all that money for? Speed, coverage, data, access to 5G, limited talk and text, mobile hotspots? Great news. Mint Mobile offers all of these features for as low as $15 a month. They're built on the nation's largest 5G network, and they keep costs low because they sell direct to you online, cutting out the retail stores and salespeople. Why should you pay more than you have to for access to the same network? Go to HTTPS, trymintmobile.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind, also linked in the description, to get premium wireless for $15 a month. Guys, $15. How hard is it to switch your service? Big Wireless wants you to think that it's hard, but switching to Mint is super easy thanks to digital eSIM cards, which most phones now have. You can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your home. If your phone doesn't have an eSIM, Mint will ship you a new SIM card for free. Big Wireless also wants you to think that they're the only option, but don't be duped. And now through January 1st, you'll receive an additional three months free. Buy three, get three. If you purchase a three-month plan using our link, HTTPS, trimintmobile.com forward slash dynasty rewind. Again, link in the description. The offer is available on all plans, including unlimited. But let's move on from him. Um, let's talk about Oregon Ducks running back Bucky Irving, who, by the way, if you're looking for him, his real name is not Bucky because Nate sent me a trade for Bucky Irving. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? I don't know what his real name is, but it's not Bucky. I can tell you that. Yeah, it's uh, God, I I used to know it. I don't know why I don't have it. You you look it up, Mike. You let us know. I believe it starts with an M. I can um, tell you one thing. It's like it's like Marquise or something like that, but it's spelled a little bit different. This guy is one hell of a receiving. Oh guy. yes, and I wanted to bring that up. So looking at Bucky Irving in his Bucky Irving, by the way, I I see that they do have him in his Bucky. That's how he goes. But when he was at Minnesota before he transferred to Oregon, he was not Bucky. Um, I can tell you that much. So. Over the last two years, Bucky Irving has 82 receptions, Mike, for Oregon. Um, That's amazing. He's got 700 yards just about in that time, five touchdowns. He is one of the better receiving backs in this draft class. Um, I love seeing that production, that volume out of the backfield as well. But also, look, he he lines up at the slot. He lines up out wide. Over 20% of his passing snaps, he lined out out wide or in the slot, not in the backfield. So 
I love seeing that because that shows that coaches trust him to match up, you know, with a cornerback, with a linebacker, and make them miss, have that release off the line of scrimmage, get open. He's not just the guy who's going to be catching screens. Bucky Irving is a threat in the receiving game, and he's able to create yards after the catch as well. Over his career, he's averaged 9.5 yards after the catch per reception. <laughs> That's pretty good. The, yeah. Most players don't – a lot of running backs don't even average that many yards per reception while he's doing it um, after the catch. So, sure, he can do great things on uh, through the air, but what about on the ground? Uh, the last two years, he's broken 1,000 yards. He has 15 touchdowns with Oregon over the past two years. He's got a really good PFF grade. He's someone that I like watching because he's quick. He's elusive. He's able to you know, show off that lateral ability that I really like to see, that players can get skinny in between the line of scrimmage and those second-level defenders. You know, being able to make people miss at that point and – then get into the second level really creates a new aspect of your running game. And I think Bucky Irving has that, you know, his ability to get into the second level, make people miss. I like that lateral ability, the receiving work. Bucky Irving is a fun guy to watch. And I know it, Bob, Bob loves Bucky. So we, we got some Bucky fans over here at the dynasty rewind. Did you mention that he has one career fumble? Only one career fumble, Mike. It's pretty good. Record, Braylon Allen has nine. Yeah, well, that's a Wisconsin thing, man. You can't catch passes if you're Wisconsin running back and we're worried about your fumbles. That's been a thing for a decade. Also, Bucky Irving's name is Marquise. It's M-A-R apostrophe K-E-I-S-E, just in case you're looking up. Also, as of five days ago, four days ago, I'm sorry, it appears as though both Bucky Irving and Bo Nix will be playing for Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, about Uh, that. Yeah, I see this article right here. So um, good luck, Liberty, in the Fiesta Bowl against Oregon. hate that. (laughs) matchup by the way i mean i'm sure liberty's hyped about it because they get to play I'm sure they are yeah but um you know, i know pretty disappointed way she goes bud way she goes here's a guy i'm not a big fan of though notre dame running back audric estime i think i said estime correctly yeah that's how i say it yeah would you like to know why i'm not the biggest so, fan of him i, I would love to because i like i like audric estime i don't think he has a very good top gear and Granted, that's not a necessity for being a running back in the NFL. You know, coaches are generally worried about the line of scrimmage to a 10-yard window is for running backs. And this is what I was coached as. I didn't play running back, but I heard the running backs being coached. Thank you very much. You know, that was what their main concern was. He is extremely physical. I think he's an above-average receiver. But I have concerns, again, about his speed and his lateral agility. I don't think he moves all that well um, when he needs to make someone miss. In a straight line, you know, he when he gets ahead of steam, he can get going. But I do have some concerns, and there's guys I like a little bit better than him. But, Nate, what are your thoughts on Audric Estime? I love the name, though. The name Audric Estime is just a cool name. It is. It is. I like Audric Estime. Um, You know, I I like him because he's a big runner that I think has some, you know, sneaky athleticism. Now, does he have that top gear that's going to blow away um, opponents? No, probably not. But he's – 230 pounds. So it's most likely not going to be, you know, a main factor of his game. Anyway, he has that power. We we can see that around the line of the scrimmage around the goal line. You know, he did have 18 touchdowns this year, Mike, he's got that power and he has the ability to, as big as he is, get a little skinny, get into the end zone, get those short yardage down. But what I like about Estime is that despite not having maybe that top gear, he's still got more burst than you expect for someone who's 230 pounds. He's this a is a guy team. that's averaged 6.4 yards per carry this year with 1,300 yards. As I said, 18 touchdowns. Look, 
4.27 yards after contact per attempt. You know, anytime that number's over four, we're really excited about it. He's also got 64 missed tackles for us, Mike, including 11 against Stanford. So this is a guy, he just he just beat up Stanford at the end of the year, 238 yards, 9.5 Everybody yards. Everybody beat up Stanford. Touchdowns. But yeah, everyone beat up Stanford. But <laughs> I, I love to see someone just dominated an opponent like that. And he did it really um multiple times this season he had six games over 100 yards like i said 18 total touchdowns i like that he has the power he's got the ability to make people miss as well he does have the breakaway runs 22 of those this year i like the versatility of him i don't think he's going to be a factor much in the receiving game 17 receptions for 142 yards he's going to be kind of like braylon allen where you can put him on some screens and make something happen but overall he's not going to be out there on passing downs a whole ton but if you give him the work, you give him 10 to 15 touches between the tackles, I think he's going to be, you know, still relevant fantasy aspect. Maybe a day three pick, but an early day three pick at that. I like Aldrick Estime. He's one I'm really excited to watch over the, the next couple of months. All right. So let's move on to our last one of the evening. Michigan running back Blake Corum coming back from a, I believe it was an ACL injury he suffered late last year. Some kind of knee injury, you know, it's college, so we don't really always know. Yeah. You know what? We're we're finally getting these guys paid with the NIL. Now they can do us a solid and give us some better information on what's going on. They're going to have to, especially with all the betting that's going on in college sports now. You know, yeah, they're going to get themselves in trouble. Yeah, for sure. But um, thoughts on Blake Corum? Blake Corum. Now, if you've watched the Mock Draft Monday videos that Bob and I have done. We've talked about Blake Corm a couple of times now, and we always come back to the same point. It's not that I don't think that Blake Corm is talented because he's a talented runner. He's got great vision. There's a reason, Mike, that he has 24 touchdowns this year and on his career he has 55, 55 touchdowns. Piling them up. Yeah. This guy has a nose for the end zone. And it's because, you know, at five foot eight, 213 pounds, he's, can hide behind his offensive line. He's got really good vision at the line of scrimmage. He can work his way into the second level, get those touchdowns, get those short yards. But unfortunately, that knee injury, I think, really took a toll on Blake Corm. Now, it's only been about a year out, so there's still time to recover and get back to 100%. But Blake Corm was never really the most athletic running back in the first place. He really won with his able, he was able to use his size to his advantage and with that great vision you know, find the holes in the offensive line. But since the the knee injury this year, a lot of his efficiency numbers have gone down. I mean, he's got 24 touchdowns, but his, you know, career low over the past, other outside of his freshman year, career low uh, yards per attempt. His missed tackles forced is way down. His yards after contact is way down 2.47. You know, I'm always looking for that to be at least above three. So that's down as well. And breakaway runs, you know, usually – we're looking for somewhere between 40 and 50% of their yardage coming from breakaway runs. And this year is his lowest 29% of his yardage coming from breakaway runs only 10 on the year. Mike, he's really lost a lot of the explosiveness. You can see it when you watch him as well. There's still some time, you know, it's only been a year. Like I said, I don't know if this was full tear. There was some weirdness where he had the knee injury, but he's trying to come back. So that makes me wonder if maybe there was like a, a slight tear, some kind of knee sprain, but either way, it has not impacted him um, in, in, a, in a positive way at all. Okay. All right. There is, one guy, there is one guy I would like to see on here, and it could happen. Do you know who it is? 
I, I do. But real quick, I want to say I think Blake Corm is possibly still a day two pick just because of his production, but if not, an early day three pick. Um, and I, I do know who this guy is that you're looking oh, for, Mike. Tell, tell me. me. Tell me what you like about Ray Davis. <laughs> well, it was actually Cody Schrader from Missouri. Ah, and I was well, I know you love Ray Davis, too. I do like Ray Davis. Do you see? I look at Ray Davis. I'm like, I would not want to try to tackle that man. <laughs> He's, he and I, he has a low center of gravity, very physical, very hard runner. Um, third school he's at. He went to Temple Vandy in Kentucky. I like Ray Davis, but it's Cody Schrader. Love the story, super athletic, can just take it home from any point in the field. He just runs over people, runs past people, runs around people. I love Cody Schrader. Put that name in your memory bank. I think between now and April, you'll be hearing a lot more about Cody Schrader. Also, Devin Neal. He could, he's a guy that could be a riser. I love me some Devin Neal. If he declares, we don't know yet what's going to happen there. And um, I think a sleeper here, because he was overshadowed by Trayvon Henderson, could be Mayan Williams. Yeah, but I tell you what, Mayan did not look good this year. He did. I know he didn't. Two years ago, he did. Who knows what was going on there? Should have gone out last year. He should have. Yeah, just like Jaden Reed should have went out. Uh, a year before he did, but it kind of worked out for him. I think, he's yeah, okay. he's making noise out there in Green Bay. I think Green <laughs> Reed's gonna be just fine, but we're not talking about him right now or wide receivers as a whole. So that's our top five. Um, right now, rookie running backs. I'm gonna go over them again for you, real quick, before we head out. <clears throat> that is, yes, top five to talk about, right? Uh, that's Wisconsin running back Braylon Allen, Florida State running back Trey Benson, Oregon running back Bucky Irving. Notre Dame running back Audric Estime and Michigan running back Blake Corum. So that's all we got for you guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DYNASTYREWIND. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code Rewind, a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash dynasty rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals, everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. But Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.